Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Leave a like in this video. I'll, uh, I'll give you nothing. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new story. And just imagine for a second, you're sitting in class, and there's a spoiled kid who gets so mad that his teacher doesn't let him blatantly cheat on an exam that he burns down her house? Yeah, so uh, that's today's story uh, that I'll be telling. So uh, sit back, relax, maybe get something to eat, get yourself comfortable, and uh, let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this story, we're going to call him Alex. And anyways, there's this kid in his class who we're going to call the spoiled kid. He was a spoiled kid because, you know, he was given unlimited money, and the reason why he was given basically a credit card with no spending limit was because his parents were never around. They were always both, you know, doing some other job overseas. So Alex had, like, or not Alex, the spoiled kid had like multiple houses that he'd go to and from with or whatever, right? And I think he lived with his like grandparents or something, or like one of the houses his parents bought for his grandparents to like live with Alex. But basically, Alex lived by himself. And uh, yeah, he was given an unlimited credit card, which let me just say, when you're raising your kids, giving them an unlimited credit card instead of actually raising them is very clearly not an actual way to raise a child. And it's uh, pretty evident by this story. But anyways, this kid was also known as the fire kid. Um, because he had an incident before, which I'll just go over very briefly as it's important for the story. Basically, the spoiled kid, um, he got in trouble before for, like, lighting multiple, like, brush fires or trying to, like, set trees on fire. This kid was the arson kid, bro. Like, he was trying to light everything on fire that he could see. And he once got in, like, pretty big trouble for doing that. And, uh, yeah, ever since that point, like, the police kind of had him... They kind of had him on a list. At that time, he was like 16. Now he's 18 in the story. But at the time, they couldn't do that much about it. They just basically said like, hey, like you're on really thin ice right now. That could have been a lot worse. Thankfully, like he didn't actually set an entire forest on fire or anything, but he tried to and he got, he, he did some damage, right? Anyways, you're just not supposed to be doing that in general. But this all happened one day, right? Let's, let's say that this was a Monday because, uh, Alex and the spoiled kid and everyone else in Alex's math class had a really big, big exam that Friday. And instead of studying for the exam that Monday, cause like they were doing test review or whatever for the entire week before, um, the spoiled kid was basically talking up this girl during class for like the entire week before that this was happening. So, you know, Alex was looking over because like everyone knew that this was a pretty difficult assignment that this not assignment. This is a pretty big pretty difficult test and they were watching as the spoiled kid was just like talking up this girl the entire time like they were both in the back of the classroom like they were just not paying attention at all and uh, alex kind of looks at them and is just like well i mean if these kids fail it's not like i'm gonna be surprised or anything dude like it's just kind of like how this is gonna go but uh yeah so anyways um like over the next week up until friday the day of the test like this uh the spoiled kid shows up like on monday just talks with the girl the whole time but then he just skips class which is not that big of a deal in uh in college i mean it kind of is but it's much bigger of a deal in high school so he just wasn't even coming to class because he was talking to this girl that he was trying to talk up right 
And uh, for that reason, he probably wasn't going to do that pretty well in the test, you know what I mean? So let's just skip to the day of the test. So just so you guys know, he was not paying attention Monday and Tuesday during review, and he literally skipped class Wednesday and Thursday. I obviously showed up the day of the test, but he gets there, and he gets there like five minutes late, right? So Alex is already in the Alex and the rest of the class is already starting to take their test, and this spoiled kid, dude, he shows up five minutes late, and the teacher gives him a look. Like the teacher isn't even gonna like chew him out because the teacher knows that like this kid is not doing well in the class anyways he's not putting in the effort and if anyone needed that extra five minutes or like or if anyone couldn't afford to lose five minutes on this exam it was this kid so the teacher wasn't even gonna chew him out because he was like dude this like kid's gonna get this kid's gonna get it either way right so the spoiled kid sits down and he happens to sit down in not right in front of alex but close enough to alex that like alex could see what this kid was doing and this kid whips out his phone and puts it on his lap now, there's a very serious no-phone policy. Like, even if you whipped out your phone and you were just, like, checking Snapchat, like, you were going to be presumed that you were cheating. Just because, like, teachers weren't super tech-savvy and they were like, you know, there might be some apps or devices that, like, kind of like a ghost client type thing, like, you're a cheating client, but, like, if you exit out of the app, it just, like, deletes everything and it just looks like a normal calculator. I know that there's, like, secret apps where you can, like, have, like, a diary or something, but it looks like a calculator, and they're like, I don't know if there's going to be a cheating app like that or something, which would actually be kind of genius, but uh, I'm not going to be the one to make that, guys. If I gave you a million-dollar idea, I, I get 10% equity, okay? Just putting it out there right now. Yeah, but uh, anyways, um, so he has his phone out, and he's very blatantly looking at his phone. So Alex is, or, uh, Alex is watching as the spoiled kid is just very blatantly cheating. And the thing is, right, the classroom is kind of dark in the first place. So it's like a dark classroom, and the spoiled kid doesn't even turn down the brightness on his phone. So it's almost as if there's like a blue glare coming out of his lap. Like it is the most ridiculous, most blatant, probably one of the worst cheating efforts Alex has ever seen in his life. And he's just like looking at this, it's like, what is going on? And then he's like, all right, man, like, I can't get distracted. Like, I still got to do well on my test, even if I'm interested in this kid failing over there. So, you know, Alex puts his head down, gets back to working on the test. But Alex, like, a couple minutes later looks up because he hears the teacher get out of his chair. So some teachers will do rounds during tests or whatever. Like, they'll go around and just kind of look just to make sure nothing super sus is happening or anything like that. But uh, this teacher, because he's, you know, Alex has had a test with this teacher before. This teacher would never get out of his chair. Like, he would just sit there, he would grade, he would barely look up. So the fact that this teacher was getting out of his chair, and the fact that he's walking towards Alex, which the spoiled kid happened to be pretty close to Alex, Alex was like 95% sure the second the, kid, the teacher got up that he was going to, you know, confront the spoiled kid, right? Because pretty clearly, the spoiled kid, you know, it was cheating. And right, the spoiled kid wasn't even paying attention to the fact that the teacher was literally walking up right towards him, right? Like this kid was, like the teacher was walking up to this kid cheating. So Alex is just like very, just going ahead, going about his business, blatantly cheating, you know, all that kind of good stuff, not good stuff, but you know what I mean. And the teacher walks up to him and literally grabs his phone, like grabs his phone before Alex could turn it off and like deny and be like, oh, I wasn't cheating and you can't check my phone as a breach of privacy. I mean, he was going to be given a zero either way because like the, it's a very strict no phone policy, but the teacher whips it up. It's very clearly like it is like a math calculator type thing that can do the quadratic equations they were doing because this is high school. This is like senior year, so it's like algebra two or whatever. And uh, yeah, he's like, he's like, he looks at kind of like the spoiled kid and he doesn't make a huge scene out of it, but he's like, I'm going to have to take your test now because 
and, you know, the spoiled kid says, I'm not done with it though, dude. And the thing is, right, well, it doesn't matter if you're done with it. It doesn't matter if you've done all of it or you've done none of it because you're going to get a zero either way. It was very clear in the beginning of the year that if you were caught cheating, that you were going to get a zero on your test. So the teacher tries to just, like, not make a big deal out of it. He doesn't want to make a scene because he doesn't want to, one, embarrass, uh, you know, the spoiled kid. And he also, two, doesn't want to distract the other kids because they're going to need every minute that they're given. And he's like, I just need, like, it's like, look, I caught you cheating. Like, I just got, I need to take your test. And the spoiled kid, like, very aggressively, like, like, yells back almost like, I'm not done, though. You can't take it away from me. And that's when, like, kids are starting to turn around. And the teacher starts to say, like, more clearly and more out loud, you know, he's like, like, I'm taking your test. Like, you were like, look, he, like, pulls up the phone. He's like, you're on a cheat it. Like, you're on a website that's you're putting in the answers. You're cheating on the exam. We went over in the beginning of the year that if I ever caught you guys, like, cheating on an exam, that you would get a zero on this test. Like, it's not going to matter at all if you put more, like, if you write more stuff down. Because either way, you're getting a zero. So might as well just, like, let me take your test now. And the spoiled kid is, like, super angry about this. Like, instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm caught. Instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm going to get a zero on this test. Like, kind of freaking out. This kid was not freaking out in the sense that he was worried or concerned. He was freaking out in the sense that he was mad. That he was, like, angry at this point. So, yeah, the, the, uh, <laughs> the spoiled kid looks at the teacher and says, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you one chance to give me that test back. He says, or else you're going to suffer the consequences. And the teacher was taken aback by this because he's never, in all of his years of teaching, when he caught a kid cheating, because he's caught a kid cheating like three or four times or something like that, like a handful of times, he's never had like a student yell back, like threaten back. Like, what is the student going to do? And uh, little did he know that this was arson kid. But uh, anyways, yeah, so he's like, oh, oh, like, he's like, excuse me? And the kid's like, you heard me. Like, if you don't give me back my test, you're going to suffer the consequences. And the teacher is like, like, okay, whatever, I'm suffering the consequences, and you're suffering your consequences, implying that he's going to get a zero for cheating, right? So he takes the, he picks up the test, and the spoiled kid is just looking so angry. He's looking just so angry right now. And the spoiled kid gets his backpack, and he, he like, walks to the front of the class. And before he leaves... He looks at the teacher and he says pretty audibly, like, you know, Alex can hear this, even though Alex is kind of in the back of the room. Like, I gave you a chance, man. Like, what happens next is not my fault, which is ridiculous, but whatever, right? So the teacher kind of looks at him weirdly. I think the teacher, like, literally, because he, like, pulled out his notebook. Uh, Alex doesn't know if the teacher wrote that down specifically or was writing something else, but it looks as if the teacher kind of noted, like, yeah, this kid just, like, threatened me or whatever, just for, like, future reference. So, uh, yeah, the, the spoiled kid got a zero on that test, understandably. So the next day comes around, and they go to math class. And today was supposed to be more of a chill day since they had an exam the day before. And uh, for the first time ever in Alex's experience, the teacher wasn't in. Like, the, like Alex's math teacher was like kind of like a—he was like a middle-aged, older dude, I guess— and he would come in no matter what. Like, this dude would come in even when he was sick. Like, this dude, like, was very dedicated to his job. So when he came in and he saw a tutor, or not a tutor, a substitute teacher sitting in the, in the chair of his teacher, Alex was, like, a little bit like, oh, wow, I guess he's either, like, has had some, like, family emergency or is really, really sick. Like, this, this dude would not call in sick with a cold or even, like, a pretty bad flu. He would come in either way. He was one of those teachers. So Alex, right off the bat, was like, all right, that's a little strange or whatever. And they're sitting in class, and the substitute teacher's like, hey, sorry, the teacher can't come in. He has to deal with something. 
And when the substitute teacher says he has to deal with something, the spoiled kid, his, like, his face lights up almost. His face, like, lights up with this, like, a little bit of a smirk. And the thing is, for some reason, Alex is, like, looking over at the spoiled kid. He just happens to be accidentally glancing at him, and he catches this smirk. And Alex thinks it's really weird at the time, but in retrospect, it is, like, the craziest thing for the spoiled kid to do to smirk after he said that. As you guys will soon hear what happens next. So within about 20 minutes, the school goes on lockdown. So it's over the loudspeaker, right? It's like, it's like lockdown. I think they say drill, but I feel like they always say drill to make sure that there's no panic and also to mask when there's actually, I don't know, maybe it just is like lockdown or whatever. Like I need to, like everyone needs to like account for their students, keep them in the classroom, shut the lights, lock the door, whatever, stuff like that. So everyone kind of thinks that this is like a, one of those lockdown drills. I don't know if you guys had these in high school or middle school, but I know I used to have these at least in middle school where you'd have a lockdown drill and it was like, oh, okay, free 20 minutes off of class, like word. So they were all kind of sitting there and Alex was really thinking to himself, damn, like on my off day, basically, like, are you serious? Like, can't we do this during a day? I don't want to be in class. But it turns out that this was not a drill. Basically, the school wanted to make sure that everyone was like that every kid was accounted for and that one kid specifically was accounted for. That kid was the spoiled kid because as Alex and the other kids were being sit down for lockdown, police were entering the building. Dun, dun, dun. If you made it this far into the video, comment house down below. H-O-U-S-E, comment house. That'll be the secret word of the day. And if you want to support the channel, literally the best thing you can do is watch this video till the end. Like, it's going to be a bit of a longer one. But honestly, if you're one of the few people who watch it all the way to the end, actually a good, like, 20, 30% of you who do that, I will... Uh, I will appreciate it. Like, it will support the channel more than you can ever imagine. And as always, if you want to binge watch my old videos, that is probably one of the best things you can do. Let me know in the comment section down below if you are binge watching my old videos. And I will try and say thank you and heart all those comments because it really does support the channel. Anyways, let's just get right back to it. So... Yeah, the police are entering the building, but no one really knows this. Most people think it's just a normal lockdown drill. But, you know, Alex looks over and the spoiled kid actually looks a little bit uncomfortable. Whatever smirk that generated on his face when, you know, the substitute teacher said that, you know, the, the other teacher had couldn't be in today because he had to deal with something, that smirk was completely gone. It was almost a look of, like, real discomfort or something. So about 10 minutes later into the lockdown, right? Normally their lockdown drills were pretty short. So Alex was a little confused, like why this one is still going on. And normally what they would hear is they would hear like, you know, a police officer, like check all like rattle on all the doors. But the thing is, right, Alex wasn't hearing the police officers rattling on any of the doors. They just hear a knock on one of their doors and the teacher goes up. The police officer's like, hey, we got to come in. So he lets them in or whatever, which I, I don't know if that's protocol or not, but he lets them in. And the police officers are like talking to the substitute teacher for like a really long time or not a really, okay, like a minute, which is kind of long. And the substitute teacher takes out his list, his attendance sheet, because the attendance sheet had not just the name, but also had a face because they had like a, they basically had like a directory, a student directory that you would like type in your name or whatever. So the names were attached to the faces. And like the, and like the, the police officers were like pointing at a name on the sheet and then they all looked up. The substitute and all the police officers looked up and they looked up right next to Alex. Alex got like spooked for a second. Like he had like an anxiety rush because it looked like they were out. Like it looked like for a second that these guys were looking at him. But what actually was happening is they were looking at the kid, two kids over from him, AKA the spoiled kid. So all the police officers, like all of them walk up 
and one of them says, I need you to come with us, points to the spoiled kid. The spoiled kid, without even, even questioning it, because the spoiled kid knows that the gig is up, literally just stands up and goes with them. And at this point, like, Alex turns to his friends, and everyone starts, like, chattering, like, a little bit. And the substitute teacher's like, guys, quiet, please. Like, this is a lockdown. Like, you cannot be talking like that during the lockdown. But no one's really... Dude, it's a sub. I'm so sorry. Subs are... <laughs> they don't hold as much weight as, like, it, they should, right? So anyways, you know, this, uh, the, you know, the spoiled kid is, like, dr- not dragged off, but he's walked off by all these police officers. And Alex turns to one of his friends. He's like, dude... Like, what was that? And the guy's like, I don't know, man. I thought this was simply like a lockdown drill. Like, I didn't think that, you know, the cops, you know, I didn't think that this was like legit or anything. And they're like, why do you think he took the kid away? And Alex is like, dude, do you remember in class yesterday when he like was threatening the teacher? Like, you don't want to like, like, do you think he did something with the teacher? And his, and Alex's friend was like, oh my God, like, Mr. Like uh, the teacher isn't in today. And, like, yeah, how, like, the spoiled kid also threatened him if he didn't. And now the spoiled kid's taken away by the police. They all kind of just came to the conclusion that it almost had to be. Like, it almost had to be, like, some kind of connection. Like, no way that was a coincidence. Like, not a shot, right? And uh, so they're all kind of talking about it. And that's when Alex and his friends, you know, eventually they're let out of the lockdown. And they kind of had like a 15-minute free period between their next class, which happened to be their last class. And Alex and his friends walk over to a big group of kids, and they just hear the kids talking about like, did you see how the spoiled kid was taken away with the police officers? And there was a rumor going away that the spoiled kid had gone back to his arsonist past and had actually burned down one of the teacher's houses. And, you know, eventually, like, Alex and his friends burst in and said, we know which teacher it was. If that's true, we know the teacher. So everyone immediately, like, their ears perk up and they listen in. And Alex and his, like, friend are like, dude, we're in math class yesterday. This kid was cheating. The teacher tried to take away the test from him because he was going to get a zero either way. And Alex threatened him saying, "If I like, I'm going to give you a chance to give that back to me before something bad happens. The teacher ignored him. And on the way out, Alex said that, like, you know, like, whatever happens next is the teacher's fault because Alex gave him a fair warning. And, yeah, I mean, at this point, all the other kids were like, oh, my God, like, we know how that is. So at this point, Alex and his friends were kind of like, okay, like, we want to investigate this for ourselves, right? So they, uh, they look in the, like, they, they're like, does anyone know where this teacher lives? And it happened that one of the kids what used to be tutored by this guy, this math teacher. And, like, this guy would hold tutoring sessions of, like, two to three kids at his house. And the guy's like, I know the directions. And he, like, looks and he, like, this kid scrolls for, like, five minutes and texts from his mom until he finds, like, a text from a year ago that has the directions to this guy's house or has his address or whatever. So he copy and pastes it. He sends it to Alex. So Alex and his friends put it into Google Maps and sees that it's, like, a 15-minute walk from Alex's house. So anyways, they go into their next period class and they can't pay attention because, dude, I wouldn't be able to pay attention either. Like, this is pretty freaking crazy. And uh, so after class, they get out and they immediately rush down. They, st- they just start walking towards, like, this house, right? And from far away, from far away, they see, like, a black cloud, like, a black cloud above, like, the house. And it was, like, kind of, like, dissipating smoke. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, this might... Oh my God. And as they approach it, they start to smell like almost as if like the smell of someone barbecuing, but instead of barbecuing some nice meats or something, having a nice roast or something like that, it was barbecued wood, bro. It was barbecued like it was crispy cement and foundation. 
and like chairs and beds and frames and all that kind of stuff, right? It was a burnt house, dude. So they're walking closer and closer. So they're getting closer and closer to this guy's house and they get there and there's this like, there's this burnt house. There's this charred house. The thing isn't like flattened or anything, but the damage is crazy, right? And they get there and they can only get so close, right? They have to look from kind of a distance because there's a bunch of police over there. There's a fire department. There's like an ambulance. There's the, it, it basically, this was like the big thing that was going on right now. So Alex and his friends look at it from afar and they take a photo of it and they all post on their Snapchat or whatever, right? And they send photos back to the guys back at the school and everyone's talking about it. And so they're all talking online. And that's when they're like, dude, we need to confirm this. So one of Alex's friends says, hey, you know, like we could always go to the spoiled kid's girlfriend. So the girl that like uh, the spoiled kid was talking to in the beginning of class the day before and also skipped class like the two days before the test to talk with, that was his girlfriend. Um, so, and she was still going to that school. And one of Alex's friends was not close to her, but was friends with her, quote unquote, right? So the next day in school, all the kids go up together. And they all kind of like walk up, well, okay, they, they all walk up like they're all about to go up to the spoiled kid's girlfriend until Alex is like, wait, 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 we can't all crowd her as a group. She might like get nervous or something like that. So Alex points to his friend who knows her, you need to go up there and you need to talk to her. And his friend's like, dude, that's going to be awkward. And Alex is like, well, you want to know, right? He's like, yeah, okay, fine. So Alex's friend goes up there to the girlfriend. And now I'm going to tell it very briefly from Alex's friend's perspective. So anyways, Alex's friend goes up to the girlfriend of the spoiled kid and he's like, hey, like, I don't want to like be intrusive or anything, but like, I think you know what questions I have, right? And Alex's girl or the girlfriend of the spoiled kid is like, yeah, I think I know what you're going to ask about. And like, I can't really say anything like confirmation wise or not, because like, you know, there's a law enforcement involved in everything. So if like this gets back to me, I'm going to say that you're delusional and you made it up. But yeah, things have been going around. They're basically all true. I haven't heard anything that's not true. So take that however you want. So Alex's friend returns to the group and tells them that basically the spoiled kid's girlfriend confirms that the rumors are true, more or less. And uh, at this point, everyone's like, oh my God. So here's the thing. Alex was 18 or is 18 or was 18 at the time because this story happened a little while ago. So when he was 16 and he had the charges of like setting like bushes on fire or whatever, he got in like some trouble, but it's a huge difference when one, you actually like burn down someone's house because like you threaten them, which is insane, first of all. But also you're no longer a kid anymore. In the eyes of the law, dude, you are a freaking adult. So whatever happens to you, you're going to be tried as an adult. So anyways, Alex... First of all, he's expelled from the school. So this is kind of the aftermath in the next couple of weeks. You guys might be thinking that the story is over. No, it is far from over. But the aftermath in the next couple of weeks basically goes along the lines of Alex is officially expelled from the school. Alex is in huge legal trouble. Alex's parents have to spend like hundreds of thousands of uh, like lawyers and litigation and courts. Basically, they're trying to throw all their money at making sure that their son doesn't get like arrested for a long time. They also like, you know, Alex's parents have multiple houses and, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, they, 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 they move them to a house pretty far away so that this kid doesn't stay in the neighborhood because they think, OK, if this kid is known as the kid who burned down some other house in the neighborhood, he's probably not going to be welcome here. So let's let let's let, let let's move him out. Right. I think it only makes sense to move him out. Right. So they move him out. They move him to like another state or something like that. 
And obviously, I think the or not obviously, but the spoiled kid's girlfriend breaks up with the spoiled kid because one, he doesn't live there, and two, he's a psychopath who burns down people's houses because they fail him on a test. Like, it's not that deep, bro. And, uh, you know, people are questioning her, like, not every single day, but for months afterwards, that girl, people would go to her, like, routinely a couple times per day. Most of the time, she'd tell them just to, like, screw off or whatever, but the one guy that she did talk to and give updates was Alex's friend, because they were kind of became close over this, and he kind of gave her some, like, you know, a person, a shoulder to cry on. Alex's friend Loki is a dog, though, because he, he ended up dating that girl like six months later. Like, you got to think what was this guy's intentions. But hey, man, I mean, I, I, it's a win for the boys. So I got to be I got to give him a, you know, a round of applause. Right. But anyways, uh, what Alex's girlfriend knows from like following him on Alex's like super private accounts or whatever and just kind of being knowing more about him is that he moved to a new school district. He was basically able to like bypass all the charges because I hate to say it, but sometimes in like the legal system here, if you have enough money, not always, but in some cases, if you throw the right lawyers and you pay off the right people, you can kind of get out of things scot-free. It's kind of an issue, and I'm hoping that that will be solved or at least cleaned up a little bit in the future. But yeah, basically, Alex got off, or the spoiled kid got off practically scot-free from all of this, and uh, he goes to a new school in like another state or whatever. Fast forward one year. This is where things get crazy again. So a year later, you know, Alex and his friends, you know, they're now they've graduated high school. They all go to college in different states. Actually, fast forward a little more than one year because this is the summer after their first year in college. So they all come back and one of Alex's friends decides to kind of host a party at his house because his parents are gone. It's kind of a I don't know, a reunion type thing, but he only invited people that he thought was, he didn't invite the entire grade. It was a reunion type party, but he really only invited people that he thought were chill, right? One of the people apparently wasn't as chill as Alex's friends thought he was. Because one of the people knew uh, the spoiled kid a little bit better than everyone else. And uh, I'm not gonna spoil it yet, but let me just say that that kid would not be invited back to later parties. So anyways, people start showing up and, you know, Alex and his friends, you know, are pretty excited. So they all show up and it's, it's great because like they're seeing all the people that they used to go to school with. A lot of kids went to, went to college, like out of town. They went to, so it was a pretty good time. It was pretty cool to see everyone there. Alex got there pretty early to help like set up and just make sure things were good. Cause he was pretty close with this guy. And eventually people were starting to trickle in throughout the night. So this you know, this party wasn't supposed to go crazy late. It was kind of just, like, as late as people wanted it to be. But also, like, don't, I don't know, don't invite, first of all, don't invite random people. Like, that isn't your house. That isn't very cool. And also, yeah, so, like, a few people showed up that weren't totally on the list or, like, the list. It wasn't, like, an official, like, they didn't have a bouncer being, like, dude, you're not on the list, man. Name seven brothers or something like that. However, like, some people were kind of, like, invited that didn't go through the host and, the host, which was Alex's friend, wasn't super happy about that. However, those people that were invited, like Alex's friend legitimately did like and just kind of forgot to invite. And he was chill that he came, that they came, but he kind of was like, dude, like, don't invite people that I don't know. And uh, unfortunately, though, around midnight, so half the people have already left. The whole thing's dying down. 
And that's when, like, Alex and his friend, not the one who's hosting, but just another friend, Alex and his friend are kind of standing near the door, and they're both, they're just kind of, like, reminiscing about, like, something crazy that happened, like, freshman year with this, like, girl or whatever. And that's when the door opens up. And who do you think walks through? I'll give you a few choices. A, Barack Obama. B, Connor from the Connor Pugs YouTube channel. Or C, Santa Claus. I'm also going to give you a final option, D, the spoiled kid who burned down someone's house and was basically banished from the neighborhood. If you answered A through C, you're a very bright person, but unfortunately you do not get it right because it is D. Yes, it is the spoiled kid who walked in. And, like, Alex's jaw literally drops for a second. He catches it quickly, but he's like, what's good, dude? The spoiled kid's like, what's up, man? Like... It's good to see you guys. Like, it's been forever since I've seen any of you guys, man. Like, what's the word? Like, uh, this is kind of this is kind of going crazy in here. Parties, first of all, it's very dead. Like, people are leaving. It's like midnight at this point, which, you know, they were looking for something chill. They weren't looking for a rage or anything, so it's not going to be any high energy anyways. But the spoiled kid basically walks past um, Alex and his friend into the main room. And Alex turns to his friend and is like, who in, like, what? And Alex's friend's like, dude, who invited that guy? And he's like, I definitely know the guy, like the friend who was hosting. I definitely know the host did not invite this guy. And Alex is like, dude, I think one of the other guys at this party probably just gave him the address because he asked or something like that. And he's like, dude, I don't know how he got here, but this might be a problem. So the spoiled kid, so eventually Alex and his friend walk into the main room where the spoiled kid now is, and everyone in that room has basically froze. The spoiled kid's like, what's good, guys? Like, it's been a second. It's good to see all you guys. Like, you guys know where the drinks are. I'm just going to go and grab myself something real quick. And one of the kids is like, yeah, it's, it's in the kitchen. And everyone gives him a dirty look. And this kid's kind of just thinking to himself, like, what, what, what did you want me to say? Like, I don't know. The drinks, they're in, uh, they're in Argentina, bro. Get a flight. Get one real quick. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, come back when you're done from your trip to Argentina. That'll take like seven days. Like, what, what was he supposed to say here? Um, but eventually this kid goes into the kitchen. And the host is like, who? Like, the fr- like who the frick invited this guy? He obviously says a little bit more of a naughty word, but I'm trying to get YouTube to like me. I think YouTube likes me, but I want them to like me more. So he's like, who the frick invited this guy? And they all look around, and no one fesses up. And, you know, Alex is like, maybe it was a guy who left earlier. Like, I don't think anyone here would have, like, invited him, but I guess someone did. And the host is like, well, one way or another, this guy knew that I was throwing a little get-together party of the people in our grade that was invite-only from me, by the way, and somehow he got the address, and somehow he's in my house, and somehow he's in my kitchen getting a drink from there. How did this happen, guys? Seriously, how did this happen? And they're all kind of just like looking around like, I don't know, dude, like I've, we didn't invite him or whatever. And someone's like, do you think like that, that kid's like low-key kind of dangerous? Do you think someone could like go in and like just check out what he's doing? So the host is like, sure, like, you know, I'm just going to go in. I'll see how he is. And he's like, you know what? We're wrapping up the party anyway. He kind of like says to the other guys, we're wrapping up the party soon anyways. So I was going to like, I was going to let everyone leave at their own time. But in 15 minutes, I need all of you guys to start saying that you have to go because we're wrapping this thing up. Everyone, including Alex, was in very firm agreement because they didn't want anything bad to happen. They didn't want this to get dangerous or anything. And that's when, you know, the host walks in the kitchen and he says, and like Alex is sitting in the room with all the other guys and he hears the host scream, what are you doing? So at this point, Alex and the friends immediately like freak out and they run into the kitchen and they run into the kitchen to see the spoiled kid with a lighter lit 
right next to like the host like kitchen curtains so basically there were like drapes in the kitchen that were like drapes across like one of the big like windows or doors or whatever right it was like a it was like a glass door so they had drapes that you could pull across it during nighttime or whatever so you could close it up and this kid and the drapes are kind of light right they were kind of like a lighter fabric the spoil kid had brought a lighter with him and he literally had the thing lit right and he was holding the curtain and the spoil kid's like hey he's like Spoil kid doesn't no, no, he doesn't say anything. He's just kind of looking at them. And he kind of has this smile. He's like, hey man, I'm just checking out these curtains. You know, I just wanted to see, like, you know, I'm I'm a big curtain guy. I wanted to see the fabric. I wanted to see the quality of the fabric. It's called the lighter test. If it doesn't burst into flames, it's good fabric. Otherwise, you know the answer if the fabric's good or not. Basically, this kid's insane. So immediately, Alex and all of his friends are like, oh my god, like, this is actually ridiculous. Like, this is insane. And, you know, the, the host of the party basically looks at all of them, gives them a look, kind of a look of, like, like, do what, like, just follow my lead. I don't know how you can give that as a look, but kind of just gave them a look to, like, pay attention at least. And the host rushes in. So about one second after the host rushes in, everyone else kind of catches wind, and literally everyone there, Alex included, rushes in, and they all rush towards the spoiled kid. So the spoiled kid was kind of like a bigger kid, but when you have like literally like seven to ten guys on you, there's really nothing you can do. So, so two kids grab the lighter out of his hand. The other six to eight of them just like basically tackle this guy's body. And after this, someone shouts out like, I got the lighter, I got the lighter. Everyone else like basically works collectively to push the spoiled kid out of the house. Like they literally go and they like are like pushing him out. The spoiled kid is, he's basically, the spoiled kid is like trying to fight them. He's like swinging on them. He hits one of the guy in the head, but the guy's totally fine. It was like a light hit or whatever, but he kind of like is like, ah, and he like gets like a gash or whatever. But all the kids are kind of like, they're kind of just like pushing this guy out all eight of them or whatever and some of them are being swung on but they're taking it like champs right and eventually they are able to get this kid out of the house they push him out he kind of like trips down the stairs it's only like two stairs he doesn't like tumble down a flight and like hit his head or something but they they push him out of there and the kid the spoiled kid gets up and is trying to like run into the door but they quickly close it just in time and the kid bumps into it and like for a second they think that he broke through the lock because he just like slammed his body into it however the lock works immediately alex actually calls up 911 explains that like a kid showed up to like their like their gathering and he tried to like set fire and he did mention like this was the kid from before so the police were actually on top of that really quickly so they they're looking out the window and they see the spoiled kid like yelling at them being like, hey, like, I'm just here to, like, chill with my boys from high school, man. Like, you wouldn't want me to be mad. I'm just trying to chill. Like, I still have the, like, you know, you think that, like, I'm not going to come back, man. Like, I won't come back and cause any issues if you just let me in, dude. Basically, like, this kid was really bad news. Thankfully, though, the spoiled kid, like, sees out of the corner of his eye, like, that there's, like, the police sirens or whatever. So he, 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 he bolts for it. And at this point, you know, the, the host of the party runs out of his house because, like, there's two police officers, and he points to one of them like the spoiled kid is bolting that way. So one of the police officers go in the direction of where the spoiled kid went, 
The other one walks inside, kind of just asking what happened from all their perspectives, surveying the damage, taking a look at the kid's head that got like swung on, saying like, you should be okay, but maybe just check in with like the hospital real quick to make sure you don't have any internal damage or something. Don't worry, the kid was totally fine, nothing, just a few scratches or whatever. But when you get swung on, it's always good to make sure that there isn't any, any damage below the surface. And, uh, yeah, from that point on, uh, the spoiled kid was never seen from again. However, like, they were always, like, I mean, this happened last summer, so who knows what happens next summer. Maybe the spoiled kid will try and come back. And let's just say that the host of the party will not be hosting another party anytime soon. And if anyone's going to be hosting a reunion-type party with any of their friends, they're not just going to make sure that the invite, the circle is small. They're going to make sure that the circle is minuscule. Like, so minuscule. Because they actually never figured out who told the guy of, the, like, the date. Like, the next day, the host of the party got, like, in a group chat with all the guys who went there and said, Hey, who gave Spoiled Kid, like, the address? Like, I'm not going to be mad. I just really want to know. And obviously, no one fessed up. Like, oh, I'm not going to be mad. Loki, that was, that was pretty clearly Cap. Like, he was very clearly going to be mad. Because, like, I would be mad too, right? I mean, I totally get that. But, yeah. Um, that was the spoil kid. Moral of the story is, I don't know, uh, if you fail your test, don't set things on fire, dude.